The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Minor Upsets. Minor Upsets. It's the off week for Deeply Upsetting where we deep dive into something that's upsetting us for the week, but nothing that's too, too horrible because the world is so bad. This is going to be pretty lightweight, but we get upset easily. So we're going to get into it. We recognize that the world is a burning swamp fire Mm -hmm. and we don't want to hit on anything that's actually that important. Right. It's more of just the the funny, but also upsetting. We upset you in different ways. Yeah. You know, we don't need to like tell you the fucking news. (laughs) You see it. (laughs) You're there. Anywho, I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Welcome back. Welcome. All right, let's get into it because I have a nice little story for us. I am excited. Okay. Well, don't be too excited because our story involves Ted Cruz. No. I know. This is where we really need sound effects because we need an audience being like, boo. Seriously. Or just like weird villain music. Did he get that much needed beard lift that he's been looking for? <laughs> so it, d- it doesn't look like it's pieces of cat fur that were just glued to his face. Nope. Still going. Still okay. rock- rocking that sweet, sweet look. Cool. You know he and his wife haven't fucked in like 20 years. If that. I mean, oh, maybe yeah. more. Okay. So this article comes to us from the reputable news source. That's the only place I get my news. Queerty. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Queerty. Okay. The headline is, Ted Cruz is asked by a student if he would perform a sex act on another man. <laughs> I did I did catch footage of yep. this moment, and it's it's incredible. It's, it's so good. It's pretty good. Just, and it's the delivery of the college student that, like, delivered that. I think it was a college student. I didn't watch the clip. I only read the article. So, well, let me give you the, yeah, the backstory on it. So apparently Ted Cruz has a podcast, which if you listen to this podcast, you've probably never heard that podcast. <laughs> Honestly. There is no Venn diagram to which both podcasts. <laughs> These are in up. fucking multiverses. Honestly, right. multiverses away. So it's a show called Verdict. Um, creative. And he co-hosts the show with political commentator Michael Knowles. Okay. Don't know who that is. Definitely not related to Beyonce. No. <laughs> Better not me. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Beyonce had, a, like, a, a nephew or a cousin mm-hmm. that had a talk show with, with Ted, Ted Cruz? Cruz? And the amount of, like, it's already bad enough that you are in the shadow of Beyonce as yeah. one of your, like, cousins or something. But then you get a show with Ted Cruz and the rest of the family is just like, you are I wish there was a way to be more than dead to us. I wish we had murdered you, actually. That's when I really hope that the Illuminati is real. And so then he just like mysteriously goes missing. (laughs) And it's like, who knows? Anyway. And who knew that the Illuminati was actually like Sean Puffy Combs, uh, (laughs) Beyonce, Jay-Z, and unfortunately Kanye. And that's why things have gotten a little sideways lately. I think Kanye is going to mysteriously disappear if the Illuminati is real oh, after man. a while. If, if whoever has like some skin in the game as far as his uh, record sales mm-hmm. goes, um, they're going to be like, worth more missing than out there doing stuff. Truly. I think Pete Davidson somehow suckered his way into the Illuminati. Like he ate somebody's pussy and got into the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Beyonce. No, it's like one of those comedy hijinks political thriller movies where it's like the guy that ends up being mistaken for the other guy 
and then mm-hmm. he ends up in a like a top agent, top secret agent situation, but he has no, no none of the skills necessary to handle the situation. That's Pete Davidson with Kanye's missingness that is about to occur <laughs> is that he just got sucked into this conspiracy. And he's like, I don't know, man. I just smoke weed and fuck women way above my league. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that someone mistakenly, like, mistaked Pete Davidson for somebody else. And I was like, fucking who? <laughs> that dude looks like a string bean, but also a Chipotle bag, but uh, also, like, hot and in prison. It's literally only two other people. It's Machine Gun Kelly or Travis Barker. Oof. Like, those are the only two people. Yikes. Isn't it crazy that they look so similar? Like, definitely, at least cousins. But there is just a weird, complete difference in sex appeal. Like, I feel like Machine Gun Kelly has the sex appeal of a wet saltine. Mm -hmm. Somehow, Pete Davidson has, like, a ton. What is that? Even Travis Barker, there is something there a Mm. little bit. I feel like he's losing a little bit. In modern day, yeah, I would Mm -hmm. agree. But, like, 90s, early 2000s era? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was fucking killing it. But Machine Gun Kelly has that just enough of that scary energy about him mm. where it's it's not just the Pete Davidson like he's not going to hurt anybody he might machine make it, gun kelly's not going to hurt anybody well no but he's got like that weird white man rage kind of vibe to him where like he could get really angry at a party and like god all right like you think so oh yeah oh see i don't get that from him at all i get him as uh, from Pete Davidson i get that the worst thing he's going to do is like get a little bit too drunk and mm-hmm. tell a, tell a girl his real feelings about her that yeah, that they've been friends with for 15 years mm. and uh, just make it really fucking awkward from that point on. Mm-hmm. Whereas Machine Gun Kelly has that energy where he's going to like steal his girlfriend's car and wrap it around a tree. You know, like. Wow. <laughs> I get such a different vibe from him. Like, I do really? not like this dude, but I don't get like scary from him at all. I get the, I feel like he's just trying so, so desperately to be like, I'm dangerous. Oh, I'm no. pretty scary. I, I don't take it as like the intimidating scary mm-hmm. where people should be intimidated by him. It's more of the like, this dude is like sketchy and like unhinged. Like mm. I'm, it's more like worried about what they're going to do Oh, okay. kind of energy where they're just, they're so erratic mm. and I get it. I respectfully disagree, but okay. I understand okay. where you're coming from. The dude does not have good vibes and that's no. all that we need to really know. How did we get here? <laughs> we started, I think by trying to avoid talking about Ted Cruz at all. Oh, that's true. But yeah, during this, Live podcast recording. Live podcast recording. And there's this crowd, and I think it was this college student that has handed the microphone to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, you you have the question, right? Oh, no. The, you were doing an impression of it. I want to know how he asked it, because you said that it was very, like, calm, cool, collected. Like, hello, Mr. Cruz. Thank you for, uh, you know, thank you for coming to Yale. Mm-hmm. My question to you is this, is if you were able to solve world hunger by performing fellatio on someone, would you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... The crowd was like, like <laughs> wide open, just fucking lost their shit. But the fact that he was well spoken, mm-hmm. he had like some verve to his voice. Mm, he, gravitas. At, there was at no point that he seemed like rushed or like freaked out by being saying this to Ted Cruz. It was like there was such a level of like, fuck you specifically. Mm-hmm. I give no fucks about like embarrassing you in front of this crowd. Oh, this is no. fun for me. This yeah. is like really like, yay, but like, let me be formal in my fuck you to well you know person. yale is the number one theater school in the country the, their theater program nice so this guy is definitely born from oh the, sure from yale yeah, yeah. drama <laughs> next season of snl it's just literally the dude that asked ted cruz <laughs> if he would suck a dick for world peace or whatever 
<laughs> I think it's great. At least give him like the featured, <laughs> the featured comedian thing that they give some people. <laughs> Music by Mary J. Blige and featuring the dude that told Ted Cruz to suck a dick. <laughs> For world hunger and wow. Ted Cruz wouldn't do it. Wow. Oh, spoiler alert. Ted Cruz, this is so fucking Ted Cruz. Like, this, nothing has ever been more Ted Cruz besides when he left Texas during the snowstorm. That was very Ted Cruz. That was very Ted Cruz. But this is, I think, even more Ted Cruz because he didn't even, like, have the wherewithal to say no. He just literally was like, I think Michael could answer that better than me. Why? Why could Michael answer it better? Has Michael sucked a dick for hunger and it didn't work out? Like, <laughs> why could Michael do it? And he just didn't answer it. He is such a fucking little bitch. Like, the worst. You couldn't have just been like, no, say something. He just didn't want to say anything. This is why this is such a perfect question, because by forming that question, it's putting him in an impossible situation. Like the two mm -hmm. buttons meme, mm -hmm. where it's like, have to perform fellatio, which then he will he would be like ruined by his peers for agreeing that he would perform a, a, a homosexual act. Right. So terrible. But then yeah. solve world hunger. And so right. if, he, if he does suck a dick and he solves world hunger, then he's seen as somebody that's willing to sacrifice his own personal like mm -hmm. comfort level or whatever, um, taste jizz, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then people get to eat something other than jizz, like, and they're like in decent portions. And for both. And uh, we didn't actually discuss portion size. <laughs> portion size. No. <laughs> is this like a cheesecake factory situation or is this like a fancy restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake factory, you're getting a fucking trough. <laughs> a nacho trough. And honestly, we love it. Thank you, Cheesecake Factory. Sponsor our show. <laughs> yeah, right. Deeply upsetting. <laughs> Sponsored by the nacho trough, trough and cheesecake factory. That's so on brand. I it love really that is. for us. I feel like Ted Cruz was just thinking the whole time. I'm not going to do a Donald Trump voice. I can't do it. It's not meant for me. Um, but I feel like he was just thinking the whole time of Donald Trump just being like, wow, Ted Cruz would like suck some dick. This is why he has an right. ugly wife. <laughs> just like twist that again. And then thinking of what his PR person said a couple years ago is that like he is not allowed to say anymore. Uh, fuck those hungry children. Right. <laughs> He's just not allowed to do that anymore. Stop doing that. So, <laughs> look, that is not looking good. It is playing really well in the Midwest. Otherwise, it's just not not doing that great. Well, the the reason that I guess he passed it over to Michael, who does not deserve to share a last name with Beyonce, because Michael was like, hell fucking not. Like, fuck them kids for real. It, this wasn't even about kids, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fuck everybody hungry, poor people out here. You do not deserve it. I will not be sucking anybody's dick. Like, this is disgusting and immoral and all this bullshit. He had no qualms whatsoever. Oh, man, I need to make a t-shirt that just has Ted Cruz's face and it says in the Snickers thing, hungry, eat a dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the Snickers would have the dick vein, though, right? That yeah, was also pressing th news this That week. was pressing news this week. <laughs> that was a, um, a minor upset uh, understudy. <laughs> That's the thing, the kid got interrupted, and that's why Ted Cruz was like, oh, I don't, can't answer this question, but the question <laughs> is, like, um, if it solved world hunger, would you suck on a dick vein of a Snickers, <laughs> was actually the question. The dick vein really gives the Snickers so much character, it I does. feel. It's, it's a different texture of chocolate, which just adds, like, to the textural sensations of a Snickers. Literally, since I read the article about the dick vein today, I can't think of anything but a Snickers. That's all I'm thinking about. 
I'm just hypnotized by that dick vein. It suggests that the Snickers is like handcrafted by like like God. sensual chocolate craftsmen. <laughs> I feel like it was made from God. God made first on the first day. God made the dick and put that vein up in there. And then on the second day, God made a Snickers and put that vein up in there too. Just put it in there. We got Tazon Day to do a sequel oh called Chocolate Vein. <laughs> Oh my god, I live for a Tazon Day <laughs> reference. I will never be done with Tazon Day. If you look at, there is a graph out there somewhere that shows when everything started going to shit, and it's actually at the same level of the lack of Tazon Day references on the internet. I agree, bring it back, people. So if you want the world to get better, start talking about Tazon Day more. He breathes away from the mic. Or no, he leans away from the mic to breathe. He also <laughs> follows us on Twitter. Nuh-uh. Yes. Or oh, not, no, uh, G-U-R oh, on Twitter. Oh, fuck that. Tay fuck you. Follow oh. me too. <laughs> Tay Zonday, fuck you. We love you. Please we love you. Us. Tay, please. Chocolate Rain really was ahead of its time, clearly. Oh, man, like, Tay, if you could do, like, an intro song called Chocolate Vein for us, then... Oh. We would, would love you forever. Happy. Yeah, I would truly I, die. You know, happy. I would suck a dick for that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> God damn it! Also, world peace too. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I yeah. if they were like, you have to suck this dick, but then like world hunger is solved. Like you're good. Yum yum yum. Put mm -hmm. that dick in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy sucking dicks, so I feel like it's not fair. I feel like this question suggests that you don't get choice over whose dick, though. That's very true. If it was Ted Cruz's dick, I would at least pause. <laughs> but yeah, I would still do it. I mean, yeah, you would have to. It's world hunger. I mean, you've got to make that sacrifice. But yeah, I mean, Ted Cruz. Oh, it's salty. <sighs> you know, it's salty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like terrible. Because <laughs> whenever he looks in the mirror and looks at what he's become, he just cries and all the tears <laughs> just just run down his belly and just like congregate Br grinding around grinding his dick. Grinding his dick. So awful. <laughs> running his dick with his with his moments of clarity tears. But also you know that Ted Cruz, like if if the deal was struck that it was like Ted Cruz, if you suck this dick, world hunger will be over. And whoever's dick he was sucking was like, you know what? No deal. This is terrible. <laughs> like in the middle of the blood. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry. If you if you make a deal for world hunger, mm -hmm. this isn't even to protect Ted Cruz because fuck him. But yeah. I just don't like the idea of returning a blowjob mid blowjob. It's That's that not, bad. You it's can't. that bad. Once mouth is hit tip, that is a transaction, my friend. <laughs> like that is a full. Now I would think that if it's to solve world hunger, you got to put a little more effort in than just tip work. But <laughs> can't just be tip work. Not just, not tip just work. licking. You gotta like wrap your lips around that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like the inside of Ted Cruz's mouth is like gritty or something. The inside of Ted Cruz's mouth, I think, is like an abandoned beehive. It's just like <laughs> it's dry and like kind of creepy. <laughs> There's no hope. It's it, it's a little sad. All too. semblance of hope is gone. <laughs> It reminds you of the fact that the bees like might be gone at some point. Right. That's what you think about when and you're then in, all the flowers when you're in, the world in Ted too. Cruz's mouth. You think about the <laughs> decline of flora and fauna in our world, <laughs> and how Mother Nature has forsaken us oh, because God. we've taken her for granted. <laughs> <laughs> and your dick is just like so soft, like the softest it's ever been. It's filled with only despair. That's the that's the thing that Ted Cruz didn't really consider in this conversation is that like he wouldn't be sucking a hard dick because 
there's nobody who would be able to stay hard with like going up to the like cat hair patch beard, <laughs> like dried up empty beehive mouth Ted Cruz being like, yum, yum, put it right here. And that's, I mean, the most fla- like beyond flaccid. You know, what's fucked up when you think about it. Somebody out there thinks that Ted Cruz is sexy. Somebody does. Oh, there's some like hard right person that is just like riding that train so hard that they're Ugh. like, is sexy Ted or something. Oh, and God. yeah, like, oh, yeah. Horrifying. They like think it's hot that he's the Zodiac killer. <laughs> they're so into it. Kill me too, Ted. <laughs> they like write him a love letter, but it's in, you know, um, damn it. What is it called? My brain's gone. The symbols and stuff that the Zodiac killer. Used. Oh, yeah. They're using a. Uh, <laughs> okay, Cypher. great. Cypher. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it. That joke. It was okay. It was a decent <laughs> joke. But it was just that like couple second pause just took all the air out of it. But whoever it is, I'm I'm continuing. I'm going to yep. roll through it. Keep going. Whoever it is that wrote the Cypher like didn't have the patience for it. So it's literally just like a couple different things and it just spells out like, fuck me. <laughs> it's so lazy. It's so lame. Like they wrote out the words that it's supposed to spell in the Cypher, <laughs> but then they didn't fill it in with anything else. So it's just <laughs> like a weird assortment, at, like placed weirdly on a paper. <laughs> like a it's like a cypher word scramble (laughs) really fun (laughs) honestly though i would enjoy doing that (laughs) i feel like that would be a fun little puzzle for me like like a a ted cruz no not the ted cruz sex doku (laughs) no god please no (laughs) not a ted cruz sex doku all right yeah Yeah, i I like it i like it i would just have to pretend it was literally anyone else literally anyone else that's fair good lord so yeah now that everyone's dry as a bone and soft as a pillow down there (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i picture ted cruz alone a lot at home like his his wife and children don't spend much time with him oh god so i just picture that he has like sock garters for some reason in my head he definitely has sock garters Mm -hmm. there's no no way that he doesn't wear sock garters i agree with that and for some reason i think blue pinstripe boxer shorts ew and old stretched out white tank top definitely tank top i was gonna go tank top as well that's what he wears under his work his work shirts his business Mm -hmm. shirts and he's just standing there like on the balcony of his bedroom his bedroom because his wife probably has a separate bedroom oh god she has like a separate wing (laughs) she's like don't fucking come near my wing and he's sipping on like bourbon that he can definitely afford better Mm -hmm. oh yeah he just doesn't know about it he just doesn't know about bourbon and he's like "Mm, yeah this this uh Mm -hmm. knob creek and they're like knob creek is like really inexpensive for bourbon (laughs) like it's been aged masterfully it's 10 years years. age like it's not yeah okay it's not bad like don't get me wrong knob creek is creek is fine but you could do a lot better a lot better he's got like one of those fancy bourbon like a cask yeah that he puts the knob creek in oh my god please it's in his office and he like offers it to people all the time to be like it's like mad men you guys want a bourbon (laughs) and they're like ew get that cheap shit out of here right also nobody wants to hang out with you ted cruz he's got this cask that he pours his is his couple fingers of knob creek oh and then he walks out onto the balcony in his sock garters and blue pinstripe boxer shorts and tank top and just like looks off into the woods behind his house <laughs> and just like stares and just like takes a sip but he's like he only drinking bourbon because he thinks that's what cool guys do i don't so think he's like, drinking straight bourbon out here i think he cuts it i think he cuts it with like sprite or something <laughs> like something oh, horrific it's something horrifying like it's cherry coke only mm. 
Like, somebody in college told him that, like, that's what cool guys drink to, like, fuck with him. And he just never learned that it wasn't. And so he's just still drinking fucking cherry vanilla Coke and bourbon. It's cherry vanilla Coke, just a touch of half and half. And oh, creek. God. And like, mm, yum. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's like a cherry Russian. It's so hot. Like, sexy. He's like, this is my sexy drink. (laughs) And he drinks it while eating like a bowl of raisin bran or something like deeply unsexy as a food. (laughs) He's just got like this bowl on his little bar that only has Knob Creek in it. Uh, He's got just a bowl of just like loose chocolate chips, like the baking chocolate chips, (laughs) just like a bowl of loose. Like he could have gotten anything, just the, the... just the chocolate chips for cookies. Definitely. Yeah. Why did I just feel bad for him because of this fake scenario? Fuck him. <laughs> oh, my God. Forgot for a second what we were doing. We're too masterful at storytelling. Yes, really. We're just sucking <laughs> ourselves in, like, seeing the other side of Ted Cruz. What do you think Ted Cruz's favorite movie is? Ted Cruz's favorite movie? It's either Wall Street. Oh, And he yeah. quotes it all the time to mm-hmm. friends. And they're so fucking sick of it. Like, he doesn't Greed have is good. And they're like, sh- fucking shut up. He does not have friends. Who are these people? Oh, his his <laughs> wife's brothers. Oh. <laughs> that he calls his friends. <laughs> he calls his friends at family <laughs> gatherings, and they're like, stop. I can't deal with you. <laughs> Do not post about me on your Twitter. <laughs> Wall Street, or he says that he really likes The Deer Hunter, mm. but he's never sat through it. Because it's yeah. like a three three and a half hour movie. It's a long movie. And he, he was just like, I, I don't have the energy. Like, so mm-hmm. he's caught maybe the first 20, 25 minutes of The Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, they're like that one scene, you know, with the and he's like, yeah, totally. That's yep, that's my favorite scene. Or what's the most racist Rambo movie? Because <laughs> I feel like it's that one. Uh, Rambo. I mean, yeah, th- there's stuff that's not great, but it's <laughs> by far not the worst of the action movies as far as racism goes. Okay, like, what's the worst one? Oh that's my god, there's so many. They're like eighty seventies and eighties action movies are really can be really, really bad. Yeah, it's too bad I missed out on those. <laughs> yeah, tough, right? Oh, yeah. well. Too late now. I can't watch them. They're too dated. <laughs> too dated. <laughs> I'm simply too busy. <laughs> I think some of them are so hilariously bad mm-hmm. uh, and so dated mm-hmm. that it's almost forgivable how bad it is. It's that it's it's so overtly racist and terrible mm-hmm. that it's, there's no way that anybody could have ever taken this seriously. Yeah. You know, that it's almost making fun of racists by like how <laughs> racist it is. Yeah. And he just doesn't get it. No, he and doesn't get it. Like, this like, is cool. Yeah. This seems fun. Let's watch American Ninja three again. Woo! <laughs> Let's do it. God. Or it's like that movie that came out a few years ago that everyone was like, what the fuck? Who asked for this? Nobody needed this about like the Nazi teenager that falls in love with like a black girl and they have to have like a secret relationship remember that one no i might have blocked it out of my brain i didn't see it it had like a really one of those really cheesy like ya sounding titles where it's like the moon of our love or something like that i forget what it's called i'll think about it and post on social media or something but yeah that came out a few years ago and it was just met with overwhelming why i was starting to search my brain for like a fun punny title that the movie could be Mm -hmm. and immediately realized that there is no good that can come from me coming up with a fun punny title for that movie yeah keep that one to yourself i thought of one and i went that's when i went no not not." you're gonna have to go ahead and tell me that off mic okay (laughs) 
I feel like that's a great place to stop because now it's like a really good cliffhanger that we're never going to find out what it was, except me. I will know. Um, but the listener just has to like lament that they'll never hear your like terrible tone deaf <laughs> Nazi movie See, name. That's if you really want to find out what the terrible tone deaf like punny Nazi movie name is, then rate, review, subscribe, yep. tell everybody about Deeply Upsetting. That's a great question to ask me at a live show. True. Is uh, what is the name of the <laughs> of the Nazi romantic comedy yep. movie? Um, and who knows? That might be the time that it is unveiled to the world. <laughs> it's unveiled. Oh, no. We don't need to <laughs> unveil that. So, yeah, make sure everything, everywhere you get your podcasts, uh, mm-hmm. you can find us. Make sure, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Yes. Ask us questions. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us if you feel like your dick-sucking skills could end world hunger and should. <laughs> We'd love to know. Actually, yeah, no, we definitely want to know about that. And you can even be anonymous. I just want to know that there's some dick suckers out there in the world mm-hmm. that are looking to make the world better. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're already making the world a better place. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just get some extra perks, that would be awesome. <laughs> extra perks being ending world hunger. Just bo- bonuses. Bonus. <laughs> so, getting commissions on that dick sucking. <laughs> the biggest commission of all. <laughs> you get straight into heaven. <laughs> Fucking that dick real good. <laughs> St. Peter's at the gates being like, listen, it was touch and go in your teenage mm-hmm. years. You did some weird stuff. But then you started like solving hunger with dick sucking. Yeah, we and couldn't ignore it. Yeah, and you know what? That's where we started paying attention. And good for you. We all watched the footage. <laughs> we said we weren't going to, but then we realized we all did it anyway. And then we were like, ooh, Ted Cruz? This person oh, automatically Automatically heaven. in automatically heaven. heaven. Ted Cruz is in hell at that point, and Satan's like, are you serious? Like, this fucking guy, can he just, like, is there another place? Let's make another place. Let's just, like, have a whole separate wing of hell for him. Ted like, Cruz in, hell. in hell is definitely going to get sh- the shut the fuck up Donnie energy from the devil mm-hmm. of just being the guy being like, no, I like I like evil, too. And the devil is, shut the fuck up, Ted. Nobody is talking to you. You are in a conversation that you were not a part of. Fuck off. <laughs> And Get just, out here with that salty dick, bro. <laughs> Ted Cruz just like turns his head down and like wanders away. And the devil's like, I can't. If I could find a way to like get him to go to heaven, I'd be yeah. like, fuck it, let him. I don't <laughs> even care. Like... I don't want to deal with this motherfucker anymore. <laughs> he says like one word and everyone's like, seriously, stop. Stop. Like, come on. Stop. <laughs> like the most annoying. Everyone in hell is like glancing over at each other like, oh, God. <laughs> Just bringing everyone closer in hell. <laughs> they just all mutually hate Ted Cruz the most. Satan's on like a, a hell mountaintop giving this big, like big, important speech about evil like sermon. evil sermon about like taking back the earth and like <laughs> and ending the world and all this stuff. <laughs> and everyone's like, woo. And then Ted's like raising his hand <laughs> yep. like right up in the front. Like yep. he got there early to make sure he was in the front of the crowd. He's like, Mr. Satan. And Satan's like, Jesus. Hi. He's <laughs> trying to. Get his attention. <laughs> Satan's just ignoring him completely. Definitely. And then Satan's like, you know, when we go and inhabit the earth, somebody's going to have to stay here and watch hell for me. It's a big job for a big friend. Who should do it? Ted? You're my best friend. You can babysit hell while we all yep. go up to earth. I mean, the lake of fire isn't going to drag itself for bodies. Exactly. So. Ugh, Ted, you're a... Real clutch guy. Bye. <laughs> Everyone fucking absconds. <laughs> Ted Cruz, the guy that holds the bowl with the keys in it at the key parties and all. A hundred percent. He's like that dude on Party Down that was like trying to throw an orgy all the time. Yeah. But like nobody was interested in doing it. 
<laughs> he would absolutely oh. do something like that. Oh my god, we could do this all day. Oh, all day. I yeah. mean, all day. It's just a dunk contest. Anytime you talk about Ted Cruz, it does feel like they put the trampoline mm-hmm. at the bottom of the hoop, mm-hmm. and I can't jump at all. So they also lower the hoop. Yep. <laughs> so yep. that there's, I don't even need the trampoline. It's so low, but I'm still like, wee. <laughs> so you feel like you're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the easiest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Love to hate you, Ted Cruz. Woo. Anywho, next week we'll have a regular episode of Deeply Upsetting. So if you have any questions, please let us know and we will hopefully answer them on the next episode. Yep. But for another minor upset, I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Michael Hobbit. Okay, bye. GUIPodcast.com Yum, yum, yum. Put that dick in my mouth. Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also, while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. you.